All right. Thank you for joining the ESBC Sports Betting Podcast, College Football Edition. As uh, last week, uh, we went 12 and 4, 75%, 52.5% is break even. We're at 28 and 11, 71% for the year. What that means is $14,000 for us. About 3000 of it went away as Anna, my wife, bought a plane ticket for Thanksgiving to see our my in-laws, her parents. Well, so that's what sports betting is about. Um, I have an MBA, security licenses, so the same process I use to pick stocks, the same way I use to pick football games. And we've made a lot of money. We're making other people a lot of money. And all these picks are for free. So you learn how to invest so you don't run out of money in your retirement. We use business and financial concepts. Every podcast is a business meeting with a purpose and an outcome. So you got what the purpose is. The outcome has been over 500% RRI over the last uh, couple of years. What does that mean? You have 10 times more money than when you started with. So we're very happy. We're having fun. You got to have fun. We have a mental health component to this, financial first aid kit component to this, and we want to make you money, and you're going to learn a lot about football. we got Chad Noel, who's uh, helping us with the podcast. He's a professional football player with the Arena League, the Las Vegas Nighthawks, so we'll give you some hardcore technical football uh, as well, and we teach you the mechanics of how to wager on a game on finishing the top 10 rules of betting. It's a must-read, so you get the fundamentals of how to bet. Tonight, we got Louisville minus uh, plus uh, 7, so we're already winning that one as we speak. And remember, it's not the house's money, it's your money. But we got a lot of house money, a lot of our money moving forward. So the first game we're going to talk about is going to be uh, one of the biggest games tomorrow. The Florida Gators. It's great to be a Florida Gator. Remember that, living in Florida. A lot of friends went to the University of Florida. I went to the University of South Florida. So familiar with the Gators, been following them basically my whole life. In this situation, they're plus 15 at home. They're a place called the Swamp. And it's really, it's going to be hot. It's going to be 95 degrees, uh, 90% humidity. So it'll be interesting uh, to see that pan out. Uh, you're getting 15 points here. You got to go with your Florida Gators plus 15. It's going to be more of a defensive game under 60. Uh, don't think Florida will win the game, but I think it's going to be very competitive. Uh, Emory Jones, he's a running quarterback, and that's what beats Nick Saban's defenses. Uh, Nick Saban, Pete Carroll, Bill Belichick, all of them have great defenses. They have won a lot of national championships and a lot of Super Bowls, but they do not account for the quarterback. So if your quarterback can beat them and beat that defense, uh, they have a chance. They really do have a chance. And I think it's going to be under 40 because uh, the last time they played, it was a huge shootout in uh, the SEC Championship. It was very interesting listening to 
uh, Pete Golden, who is the defensive coordinator for your Alabama Crimson Tide. And he was saying that Molly came out with a whole new offense, but it was Kyle Pitts, right? Kyle Pitts is a monster tight end guy who's really like a wide receiver, was a 4 4 4 3. Uh, and they scored a lot of points in the second half. It was a shootout. This year, where Emory Jones, uh, Florida's going to snap the ball, four seconds left, have Emory Jones run on that Alabama defense and keep the Alabama offense off the field and keep it under the 60 points. So Florida plus 15, or their 60. Uh, SMU, the Mustangs, uh, over 64 against Louisiana Tech. Both coaches, Skip Holtz and uh, Spike Dykes' son, um, they, they love to throw the football. They love to throw the football a lot. So, with that said, SMU over 64. They score a lot of points. The opposite will be Army. Army likes to run it. They have a great defense, zone defense. So, look for them to be under 60. Uh, look for the under 48. Army is going to be under 48. Colorado against uh, Row Your Boat. Uh, Minnesota. Pete Fleck. They row your boat. It's a model from Minnesota. They're going on the road. Uh, they're going to have to kind of shut things down, keep things close to the vest for Big Ten games. Coming up, they lost the best running back. Uh, Colorado is kind of on the upswing, uh, sort of. They lost their coach. He's not a defensive coordinator of your Memphis Tigers that we'll talk about in a little bit. But uh, now with their new coach, uh, who really did a horrible job at UCLA, but gets another chance, making $5 million a year. He hasn't proven he can win. But he last week against 6 a and the game was 10-7. So their defense held up. Uh, they get another chance to hold up, and they're going to be beat up against Minnesota in that big offensive line. So that screams under all the way. So that's going to be under 49. And take Colorado in the altitude, right, at home to be able to win that game and look at the second-half line when you're thinking about Colorado. Ohio State coming off a loss, minus 24. Got to do that. USC coming off a loss, minus 7, under 62. Uh, you have to do that. They're going to be more of a defense. The defense played bad last week. They have a lot of talent, so they can come up. Right, uh, with all that talent, get to harness all that energy after playing poorly last week to get that under. So it's USC minus seven, under sixty-two. Uh, your Georgia Bulldogs against the South Carolina Gamecocks. I remember those uh, those uh, license plates and um, not license plates, but bumper stickers. You cannot lick our, right? <laughs> the name of the team is South Carolina Gamecocks. So look for the Georgia Bulldogs. Curry Smart getting this game under 48. Two defensive coaches. South Carolina wants to hang their hat on their defense. Beamer ball. Uh, run the clock. Run. Uh, play defense and good special teams. That Beamer ball. So he wants to institute that, institute that against Georgia. Georgia Bulldogs, 
these dogs will be able to hunt, keep the game under uh, 48. Do not like that huge line like that because special teams, anything crazy can happen. My favorite team in college football right now, <clears throat> uh, other than my alumni, right, USF Bulls, is Coastal Carolina. Uh, they're a young program, up and coming, aspirational program, they call it. And they're doing a really good job in Division One. Uh, minus 14, going to Buffalo, who their coach bailed on them in, after spring practice. So they have a new coach. A lot, of, a lot of guys left, a lot of coaches left. So this is a disaster, especially against a very, very organized Coastal Carolina team. However, uh, I think there's going to be a lot of points scored in this game uh, if Buffalo shows up. So that's kind of a wild card. If you want to skip the over 58, you can, but I'm doing the over 58. Right? So remember, we, we've made $14,000 so far. And what we want you to do is make money. Now, the last game, and I'm going to uh, play, uh, invest in tomorrow. It's going to be Memphis plus four against Mississippi State. The only reason I think Mississippi State's uh, favored in this game is because they are an SEC team. And so since the SEC is considered the best conference in college football, they get an inflated line. Inflated line is where the team's getting too much credit uh, based on information that doesn't have uh, a lot of logic or as much logic as we prefer. So the process is, you know, you identify where, what are your objectives. Uh, number two, use math. Number three, you eliminate variables and covariables. Number four, you use logic as much as possible to get to the optimal outcome, right? And for us, it's picking the right team, monetizing it, and using the money to buy goods and services. My wife has not bought gasoline uh, since 2011. And whenever she needs something expensive that she doesn't want to use the regular accounts on, she uses what? The betting money. The betting money goes first. So look for your Memphis Tigers, plus four. And these Mike Leach games have been going over lately, over more than usual lately. Uh, but I'm going I'm to stay away from that because you got Mike McIntyre, who was the great coach at Colorado, recruited well, made something out of nothing out of that program. Did the same thing at San Jose State. He's now the defensive coordinator for Memphis. That means as an old coach, he has defensive schemes, things he has not done all year. Uh, he's going to bring up in this game. So thinking about it more, using logic more, I'm going to go with the under 64. All right. So that is college football week two. It's about money, right? Uh, the best, uh, the most expensive advice is bad advice. So, I'll have it in the episode notes. Read the top 10 rules of betting. And these are going to be a uh, high probability tomorrow for you to monetize these games and have fun watching football. The same thing, same way you do with our NFL picks. All right. So that is week number two as we head into mid to late September. Great time of year. And we always 
these picks I'm giving you, right? They're more valuable, right? And the podcast is more valuable as we explain to you the whys and the who's, right? Then these picks you can buy. So we always end Winston Churchill. You make a living from your labor, but you make a life from what you give. Thank you for listening to the ESBC Podcast Network and the College Football Betting Podcast.